When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi. 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 Hello. Merry Xmas. Merry Happy Holidays. Christmas. Whatever you celebrate. Pre New Year's. We're in that week between Christmas and New Year's where every day feels like a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. And you lose track of time and space and reality and what dimension you're in. You get truly depressed. Yeah, you either get depressed or you just go into a kind of fugue in between uh-huh. state. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind I think of, I'm a little of both. Yeah, I'm kind of fuguing. Like I feel like I have so much to like download and discuss bef- with myself before New Year's hits, but I also feel like mm-hmm. there's no time to do it. Yeah. So it's stressful. I'm I'm exactly. I'm feeling I feel like time is running out, even though it's not. Yeah, but it, it does is. feel like time and is running out. We're hurtling. Feels like towards, we are hurtling towards something. We are fucking hurtling towards what we don't know, but it is definitely I'm, something. I'm looking forward to being in the 2020s, but I'm also like the roaring 20s is upon us. We're living in like coffee Kristen time. We are. And like truly... The 20s, the flappers are back, but I'm also terrified of what 2020 is going to bring. Hemlines are going up. It can't be. And hair is getting shorter. (laughs) Women are showing their ankles now. Showing their ankles now. (laughs) I do. I'm like looking back on this decade and realizing it was like the first time I've really thought about having lived a decade and like, yeah, and marking time. As that being like, oh, at the beginning of the decade, I was doing this. And like 2015 was halfway through last decade, which literally 2015 feels like yesterday to me. Yeah, I was thinking about how like I was. Exactly. 10. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was 11 at the beginning of the last of 2000. <laughs> you were going to say at the beginning of this decade. And I was like, I was oh 11. <laughs> I was 11 in 2010. Can you imagine? Whoa. If I I'm realized 20. like I'm, I'm, you were 20, I'm 19. You're 19 years old this whole time. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> this entire time we've been friends. I was actually like 17. You were underage. Yeah. When we when we were but like drinking out. in Brooklyn together, yeah. you were drinking with a 16-year-old. <laughs> Just like a really cool 16. He was the coolest 16-year-old I'd ever met. Um, no, but it's crazy. Like uh, that is that is. I think this is my first really lived decade as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I know, and I'm but ready. Yeah, like for I'm what ready this for... next decade will bring, but I'm also terrified. Kind of. I know. I'm, this I'm past more decade afraid. Was no was... easy decade. No, it was a really hard. It was a hard <laughs> ten years for everyone. It was not like there were some good times, but then there were a lot of bad times. Yeah, I like personally plummeted to my 
personal Mariana's Trench. Yeah. I was engaged in like fucking World War One trench warfare yeah. for a bit of it. And then it was now. there was a lot of mustard gas in this last decade. And yeah. then and then I and then I floated to the surface, had the bends for a little, and now I'm like kind of back on my feet. I know, all just in time for a whole new decade. <laughs> just for time for no whole new nightmare. <laughs> Undoubtedly. No, but I'm ha- I'm excited. It feels twenty twenty feels like very future. So and, future. It's a and robot it's cool. time. Yeah. Also wait, did I tell you this that I saw a postmates robot? No. I was driving in LA like two weeks ago and I was driving past a very busy road and I looked at the corner and I saw one of those Postmates like robo cart things with eyes on the front, like cute Wally eyes. I'm obsessed. And it was with it like a chaperone man. And I immediately like wanted to burst into tears because it looked so adorable and like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, for a second I didn't realize that they all have chaperones and then, but my first instinct was, stay away from her! Like, <laughs> I wanted to yell at the man, get away from her! You hit him. Yeah. Oh my god, why do they have to have chaperones just to make sure, like, to train them? I think to like make sure AI no one talks to them. I know, because I feel like teens are going to really, like, kick over Postmates robots. Teens? I think, like, people our age will. Yeah, no one can be trusted around anything. <laughs> Well, there was that one robot who was, like, hitchhiking across America as, like, a s- experiment. And, like, when they got... By the time he got to Philly, he got, like, group assaulted. <laughs> Which is, like... Of course. But he got, like... He got fucked up by the end of it. And it was just, like, kind of a... Why do a people want to like, kill robots? Because they're... They know that they're going to be replaced by them. Yeah. Well, I that's mean... that's why... Well, that's why they make... It's to avoid Uncanny Valley, which, by the way, is the entire plot of Cats. And <laughs> Did you see Cats? I saw Cats. Oh, my God. I'm kind of jealous. You're a Jellico jealous. I'm Jellico. I don't even know what that means, but it's me. Jellico, Jellic, Jellico Cats. Um, <laughs> it's it's what the cat tribe is called. It, oh, was, it was insane. Like, was I was actually amazing? kind of excited. Well, I was excited to see it because I actually like the music. And, I mean, the play is insane. I've never actually seen the play, but um, the theater was all gay men and women. And people were wearing costumes. So I felt like it was going to be fun. But it was like, the play, it wasn't fun. Like, it was just, it was unsettling to a degree where it was unpleasant. It's like a bad acid trip. It was. And seeing jennifer hudson with like snot running down her cat face like really freaked me <laughs> out and judy dench with a glorious like cat mane judy dench like an orange tra- tabby the cat. trans cat with a yeah, cat she, mane <laughs> she called herself trans in an interview she's <laughs> trans as the cat and then the, the leader of the cats doesn't don't the cats they have cat boobs they have boobs taylor swift has like furry cat tits like, yeah that's and wild she, and, and she's buxom and she you know that she was like make them bigger she totally was because i don't think her her breasts are that volup in real life why would they make them so human and not just animate like really cute cats 
Like everyone I, loves just like regular cats doing cat shit. Why not just make them actual I don't cats? Know. I don't know why they didn't just make them people wearing cat costumes. I think that would have been kind of campy and preserve like the corniness of the production. Who is into like CGI? Like remember Polar Express or whatever satanic uh-huh. CGI yeah. movie like Tom Hanks was in around Christmas time? Yeah. It's always there's always someone that is insistent upon a CGI just like devil worshipping movie. Yeah, and it's never it it doesn't it doesn't translate well ever because people no. people's brains register that something is not right. It makes people feel distinctly unsafe. And also, which studio exec is doing this? I feel like it's like one person that's making it happen over and over. There's someone. Someone needs to out themselves. Just come you, forward. If, <laughs> just come do forward it. and reveal just come yourself. Come forward and reveal if, yourself as Beelzebub. <laughs> if you are, <laughs> if you're the the champion of of uncanny valley cgi hybrid movies like own it and please out yourself so we can like have a dialogue destroy your life we need to start a dialogue (laughs) around this because like we can ruin your fucking life so yeah you'll be stoned to death at the grove (laughs) (laughs) it was it's really i mean the some of the songs are great but like it's it was a really really scary movie Wow. Because I was partially like wanting to and have just, like, a wild experience. I was like, should I take like acid and go see the cats? No. Movie? And then I thought maybe no. that would be too dangerous. Like I wouldn't bounce back from that. That's lethal. Okay. Because I thought maybe it's I was, so crazy that like if you're no. on LSD, then it just turns into like a great fun movie. No, Rebel Wilson was in it, and she like needs to be she needs to be arrested. Honestly, she just her role was jail jail worthy, and I'm <laughs> I'm so offended by her. And like, stop, I need it to stop. Stop, stop with Rebel Wilson. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. I it's tw- I'm going into the new year being truthful. Honestly, I cannot. I think anymore. that's a lot of people's truths, and I I was supportive at first, and I was lolling at first. Me too. But now, bridesmaid, she was great too far enough too fucking is enough. far enough is enough is enough, enough. i'm taking yeah. a stand you're taking a stand and her role in cats was a, a travesty <laughs> we have a warrant out for her arrest i have a We're warrant out for her arrest i'm calling the didn't, da didn't she like have some lawsuit where she was outed as being like 50, 50. 48 yeah <laughs> <laughs> some tasmanian like <laughs> yeah some like reporter was like actually she's like 39 or something when she was like trying to be like 24 like there was some there was some age discrepancy where it turned out that she was lying about her age and then she did sue i can't remember if she won her lawsuit or not but she was she embroiled win. yeah and then but like why i don't understand that. i mean i feel like a lot of actresses lie about their age but also like like margot robbie yeah how old is she she's like 41 (laughs) well she's no she's only like i think she's like 28 but she a lot of people think that she lied about how old she was that she's actually older that she's like in her mid-30s what if she was lying to be older and then she but she was actually like you an 11 year old 
like a 16 yeah. year old i love that i uh that's very chic but yeah if someone outed me for lying about my age i probably wouldn't sue them i would just be like Ew, and then just try and like <laughs> hush it up buy all the copies of the newspaper and then just be like what and then slink by as though nothing had happened i would like laugh it off and like pretend Try, hope hope to god that people forget <laughs> pray that people <laughs> find something else to latch on to it's wild though people do that all the time i think people want to seem like wonderkin actors like yeah this young this young phenom i think it's cool to be older honestly i i think it actually is becoming it's becoming cooler i mean like sarah paulson i i read something where she was like i didn't get famous slows in my 40s And like, she's, I think that is cool. And it's like, you have a lot of life experience behind you and it shows in your work. And I think people who have more experience are better actors. Totally. I'm with you. I'm I'm taking, uh, I'm with you. I've got to say, by the way, I'm Carrie. I'm Laura. And And we're, we're reporting live from either coast of the, of the continent. Oh my god, yeah. I'm representing the West Coast faction of Suck. I'm representing the East Coast. And we're coming together for one beautiful podcast episode. Uh, It'll be 2020 when this airs. Will it? Oh my god, yeah. Happy New Decade. Happy New Year, everyone. Wow. (laughs) New Year's is a troll. New Year's is a troll. What are you doing for New Year's? I don't think anything. Are you here? Maybe going to like, yeah, I'm coming back to LA, but I think we're probably just go to like maybe a party, but I think New Year's sucks. Yeah. New Year's does suck. The first year I was sober, like three years ago for New Year's, I went to bed at 11 mm-hmm. and it was great. Yeah. Last year I was in Oklahoma and I think my mom was in bed or asleep, like on the couch next to me by midnight. And I was just like, mm, well, another year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I've had maybe like two good New Year's in my life. And mm-hmm. like the rest is just kind of chasing it. Yeah. You're just like chasing that dragon. Which is like, when did you ever have the dragon to begin with, really? If you really think about all your New Year's celebrations. Yeah. I know. I mean, I think the I think the best New Year's I had was in like high school, which is so sad. Yeah. But like after that, I don't. I can't really think of any. They're mm-hmm. always just just They're set your bars. As wonderful as you want them to be, and you try so hard to make them good, and then they're when they're not like explosively incredible. It's just like feels sad. I'm Sarah Jessica Parker in the Sex and the City movie, running through the streets in the snow with a fur, a mink coat, and pearls over silk pajamas and a yeah. and a and like little booties turban. on, yeah, and a turban. And then like hail instead a taxi, of, taxi, taxi, and instead of making it to Brooklyn where Miranda is, I just like fall in the snow and die. <laughs> you get burned by like the salt in the ice. Yeah, burned. <laughs> I'm Miranda, just like sitting on the couch eating Chinese. <laughs> that was such a weird moment when she calls Carrie and she's like, I realized I'm alone. And Carrie's like, 
She goes, do you want me to, well, first she goes, do you want me to, do you, do you need me to come see you, Miranda? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. That's not why I called. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's like, I ordered Chinese for two, but I guess I'll eat it myself. And then Carrie goes to bed and kind of puts one of her arms next to her head, like just staring up as the snow comes down. And then she goes, fuck it. I got to get down there. God, I love it when Carrie's just like lying in bed and then has to like turn over and think about stuff. Mm-hmm. She's so she's expressive wearing, with her arms and like her bras in bed. She's wearing pearls. She loves sleeping in pearls. Yeah. <laughs> I read it like <laughs> I have a book that's like deep dives into everything you would have ever wanted to know about sex in the city and like Amazing. asked both Sarah Jessica Parker and Pat Fields, like, why does Carrie, like, sleep in bras? Like, she never takes her bra off. She's always, like, wearing jewelry to bed. And they were like, she's just a romantic. She's like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I was like, Marilyn okay. Monroe slept full nude. Yeah. Carrie you know that. truly wears, like, a corset <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie wears, like, booties to bed. She does. Her bed booties. <laughs> She has bed. <laughs> she has thigh high boots that she wears to bed. Speaking speaking of thigh high boots, Danielle's oh, let's thigh high get boots. Into it, yeah. Okay. Danielle, this episode, I this forgot episode was, was everything to me. But it but it was like edging, like it was like a slow <laughs> simmering jo because the <laughs> the actual action th- doesn't even happen till the I next know! episode but i loved it very like, very the tension end. is building so incredibly yeah i was like about to come and then i felt invigorated <laughs> it fully but did I was... tantra to my brain <laughs> it, was, it was a fucking tantra episode but like <laughs> i i forgot like i'm i keep being like god this is gonna be the episode with the posh fashion show and it just keeps going and going and so finally we're there so it starts off with uh, Caroline Caroline's and her two sisters, Franny and Cookie. Franny and Cookie. <laughs> and Cookie. Cookie. Is it Cookie? Is the redhead? Cookie's the oldest. Cookie. Franny's Cookie's Fran- the oldest. And, and Franny's the the youngest or the number ten. <laughs> Who's the blonde one? Franny. Franny. I think she orders a coke with a shot of wine. She goes, Franny's number 10 and Diener's number 12. (laughs) Franny gets a shot of wine with her Coca-Cola and she goes, you know what that, have you ever heard of that? It's very Italian. It's an Italian thing. It's actually like a gypsy drink. It is. Not to be like saying that, but it is. Someone actually (laughs) told me that. Really? Yeah. It was like, I hung out with them. This like deadhead once who kind of like glommed on to our group and ended up driving. We like gave him a ride back to Los Angeles from Phoenix and he was all about drinking Coke mixed with wine, but he would drink it at room temp. Then he put a bunch of it in his water bottle and then just nursed it all the way back from Phoenix to LA five hours in the car. Damn. So he was like, teetering on like a brownout like the whole time oh yeah full wow that's like a very deadhead experience it was a true deadhead experience <laughs> hey want to ride back from L- to la he was selling frisbees on the lot and then no he was friends with some of my friends yeah and then he joined us for the drive 
And then we played a game in the car. We were like, who, what three people would you go to dinner with if you could like choose anyone ever, like dead or alive? And his answer was, I'd go with Bill Clinton and then let him choose the other two. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That says so much about him. I know. I was like, love Bill that Clinton. <laughs> and let uh, him I choose. choose Bill Clinton. I yeah. choose Al Gore and let him choose the rest. <laughs> choose Al Gore tr- and he can bring his PowerPoint. Yeah. I trust <laughs> Al Gore. So, yeah. So Caroline's like, when she's we, fight, she's, we fight crazy big. When we laugh, when we, we laugh crazy big. Growing up with 11 other siblings, we fight big. It's, it was a trip. It was a real trip. We fight big and we laugh big. And we make up even bigger. Oh. And then she goes, so Caroline's telling Cookie and Franny about Albie's like college Albie woes. failing out his of law school. His failing also, out of law school. I'm sorry, but like. I really am going to stand. I know on you're, a you're. I don't think that he has a learning disability. I just straight up don't. I think he's just yeah. failing out of school. And then Caroline, she keeps going. Well, he's got a he's got a learning disability. You know, you remember. And Cookie's like, well, he's got that thing, that condition, whatever it is. <laughs> Cookie knows. And then Caroline's and like, Caroline, well, he didn't take advantage of the services, but and it's like, okay. The jig is up. Yeah. Services. <laughs> so then, and she goes, she goes, what am I going to do? All I can do is hug him, laugh with him, cry with him, <laughs> tussle his hair. She goes, I can't just go up to the people at law school and say, his, Albie can't just go up and say, my name is Albie Manzo and my mother says so. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? That's a mob threat. Yeah. I was like, that's loaded with implications. Drop his name. Do you think someone dropped at, the Manzo name? Do you think someone Maybe. died at that school after Albie? It was definitely out? like a, it was definitely like probably like a horsehead situation from The Godfather. Yeah, like someone's Caroline's cat like, died. Was yeah. found dead like on their front uh-huh. lawn. The cat went missing. The cat went missing. People they, ne- they never found him. If you're listening and you were part of the admin element of what school did That's, he go to? Fordham Law School. Fordham Law School, and you had pets go missing around this time. Get in touch. Call us. Call us. Someone <laughs> commented they were like Carrie's impression of Caroline reminds me of John Travolta, and now I can't unhear it. <laughs> what? <It's> so good. <laughs> John Travolta <laughs> in a uh, hairspray. Maybe it's just like it, it has like I never heard that before, and then now I hear a John Travolta tinge, but it wow. makes it so much better. <laughs> oh, oh, Albie's gonna I fight do? tooth. What can I do to help him? But just laugh with him, hug him, kiss him, <laughs> tell him I love him. She's weeping. He's Caroline's gotta fight his distressed. way tooth and nail, tooth and nail. Caroline was like having like dark night of the soul in this episode yeah she's really troubled and i think it's like something more than just like albie yeah like albert senior like there's something deeper going on she's having like an existential breakdown yeah she's coming to the edge and peering over into the void and she doesn't like she she sees (laughs) she's uncovered danielle's plan to be sent to hell It's, it's troubled she her caught so wind much. Of it and it's truly it's haunting her day in and yeah. day out. Yeah. Well, 
so <laughs> Tree and Jack are getting eatery. lunch at yeah. another dark, <laughs> empty eatery. <laughs> and Kim D comes to join them. Yeah, and, then, and Trey's like, I'm a, I'll have a, she's like, I'll have a crab cake salad. And then Kim D goes, I'll have a drop of that. <laughs> yeah, she goes, do you make the calamari with the with the sauce? And, the, and then goes, yeah. And then Kim D, I'll have a drop of that. I'll have a drop of that. <laughs> Kim D and then, is on fire in this episode. She Her is. nostrils are fucking red rimmed. She's yeah, just she's, done a rail of coke and like walked yeah. into this scene. Scalding hot rail of coke. So then... Tree is calling Kim out again for being Danielle's friend. And, and then Kim D goes, as far as trust <laughs> issues, just put him in your back burner. <laughs> she goes, I think time will tell about trusting. <laughs> what does that mean? That literally is. Not, I don't know. That means like, so, let's not talk about our trust issues and like, don't worry about trusting me. That's Kim like, D's basically exactly like what everyone's worried about. She's assuring them again that, she's not actually friends with danielle it's just like a, an acquaintanceship and then she's she's like i really want you both to come to my posh fashion show and tree and jack are like mm, i don't know because jacqueline's like i don't want to go there if danielle's gonna be there i'm kind of afraid yeah they're a little nervous and then kim d goes thank you for lunch and gets up and walks away and you see her plate and she literally their entrees haven't come yet she sat down no. and ate a drop of calamari and drank then a glass got of up, white <laughs> got the fuck fled. out of there yeah fled she hightailed out of that dark eatery she fled the scene and then Teresa's salad arrives and i was like did she get a baked potato on the side of her salad and that i realized <laughs> then that was her crab cake yeah, it was like covered in sauce in a red sauce of some sort. Yeah, I was, I was so really unclear. thrown. Yeah, and J- and Jacqueline's having a steak salad, which I loved. I know, I love. I'll have a crab cake salad, and then I'll have a steak salad. They love meat. Salad. They love like a. Pa- it was a true power lunch. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to Danielle, and <laughs> Danielle's driving around, and she goes. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle goes. Quite some time ago, I was <laughs> quite some time ago. I was invited to Kim D's fashion show for Posh Boutique, but now I've come to my attention from a text from at least fifteen to sixteen people that Teresa and Jacqueline have been invited to the fashion show as well. <laughs> so she has no choice but to take to the White Range and go on yeah. a mission. A mission for truth. I love. I love that she makes it clear that she was invited quite, quite some time ago. Quite some ago. time ago. <laughs> I got so a call she... from Kim D inviting me to her posh fashion event. <laughs> so then Danielle floors it over to posh to like raise hell. Storms it's like a true, in. it's like a winter day. It's like golden gray skies. Danielle goes storming into posh and there's a woman named Donna who's the receptionist. <laughs> Donna's like and she's, empty nest syndrome, like got a job after her kids moved out to just like yeah. have something to do. And most of the time she just gets to like sit on the phone with Kim D at Posh, but not yeah. today because Danielle storms in and she just struts right up to the counter. And she goes, hey. And then and Donna is talking. She, goes, she puts her finger up and goes, just a minute. Donna's like lost in her bangs. She has so yeah. many bangs. She's just a hairstyle that's like curled under to the point that it all curled under and like obscured her entire face. Yeah. It's just like a so she, it's like a curl. 
she actually has <laughs> she She's actually also wearing has a ribbon like a really like cool necklace it's like a ribbon with like a cross hanging on it it was kind of i like that yeah it was I super go- style. Posh is pretty goth posh is the gothest yeah and Dan- and danielle goes i've never seen the woman at the front desk in my entire life and <laughs> she she walks in and she goes uh hey well though first she then she gets a phone call because she's so she gets so offended that Donna was like not immediately like who are I know exactly who you are. She can't believe she, it. And then Jillian and calls her. <laughs> Jilly calls her and then she gets on the phone. She goes, hey, baby girl. And she goes outside and she goes, mommy's has <laughs> mommy has a little situation. What's up? She goes, what do you want, baby girl? She goes, I've never seen the person at the front desk and she did not greet me in the way a money paying customer should be treated. And you hear Jillian going, what's wrong? <laughs> Jillian's like, oh, fuck. Mom is on a tear. Mom's on Jillian's a tear. Like, also, doesn't Danielle just get everything from Posh on credit? Like, doesn't she just have a tab? She has a tab. She doesn't pay any. She like, doesn't I don't pay, think she's pay a money paying customer. She doesn't pay anything. She just says, put it on my tab. She keeps talking about that. Like, I, she's going to miss my money later when she says she's not coming back. I'm like, you don't pay. She gives you shit for free because you're you get- literally extorting her for fashion. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> so she's on the phone. She's telling Jilly again, inappropriate, no boundaries, telling her like some harrowing thing happening to her. Jilly's probably like at school in the stall and during lunch, like on the phone being like, Mom! Just, like she just started her period and she's like calling Danielle for advice. And then she's yeah. like, mommy has a situation. I've never seen the person at the front desk before in my life. She's not What's up, baby girl? Well. What's up? What Mommy's, do you need, baby girl? M- Mommy's got a bit of a situation. So then she goes back in, and Donna is just like, what is going on? And she goes, tell Kim D to call me. And then she storms out, and then Donna goes, didn't get your name, which I love. <laughs> I love it. Donna's just, like, trying to keep it real. She is. She's and then she comes, she comes in. Kim D finally comes into Bosch and she goes, I was paying my water bill next door. Anything big happened when I was gone? <laughs> and Donna's like, Danielle came in and was raging at me because I didn't know who she was. I love the other employees just like chewing gum. And yeah. she's like, Alina, I think is her name. She's like, uh-huh. she's wacky. She's crazy. She's crazy. Did she only she's hire wacky. blonde women, by the way? Yeah, she's blondes only at Posh. I know. No brunettes. So Don, Danielle and Kim D talk on the phone and Kim D's like, what the fuck is up? Like, what? why are you being so insane? And Danielle's like, I thought that was very rude that your woman didn't talk to me like she knew who I was. And Kim D's like, she's not, she hasn't met you before. And Danielle was like, I was very offended. And when, then, Dan- when Danielle answered the phone too, when Kim D called her, Danielle just goes, yep. My yep. favorite way of answering the phone. Yep. Yep. So then she finally, I think Danielle just drove around in circles in the parking lot until <laughs> Kim D was like, come back. She did so donuts she, next door. Like, she did some donuts. Firing a gun into the air. And then yeah. Kim D was like, oh, I have to call her, I guess. <laughs> and she walks back in. Donna is gone. And Kim D's just sitting in the front desk. And Kim D gives Danielle this look. Like she like tilts her head, like with her arms crossed, like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And she goes, she goes, what's up, Danielle? What's going on? <laughs> and then Danielle, imits, she drops her head and puts her hand in the air. And she goes, this is what she did to me. 
She puts her finger up and she goes, this is, this is rude. (laughs) This is wrong. Never put your finger up to Danielle. Never tell her one minute, please. She goes, Kim D, this is rude. This is wrong. And then she goes, I will not be shopping at Posh anymore. And Kim D's like, oh, come on, Danielle. What are you talking about? Can't you ever relax? Can't you ever lighten up? And Danielle goes, oh, do you think this is funny? (laughs) Danielle is furious at the drop of a hat. She's very sensitive these days. Post Kim D was right though. Kim D was right. Danielle's freaking out about literally nothing. Just she was like she was like bitch. Just lighten the fuck up. Yeah, it's not that deep. I love you too much to come in here and be treated like this. (laughs) That makes no sense. Zero sense. (laughs) I love you too much to walk into your store and be treated like this. And then she goes, she goes, I will have to, I will have to not come anymore. And then, and then Kim D goes, all right, well, now I'm going to ask you to, to please leave. <laughs> and Danielle leaves. And then Danielle she, goes, goes, she goes, hang out with those women all you want. Yeah. And then you see, you cut to Danielle in the parking lot, just blabbering away already on the phone. Like, I was like, <laughs> who'd she call? She definitely didn't call anyone. She's just like on her phone. Yeah. Danielle, just- <laughs> the secret of her being on the phone is that she's talking to no one. And she, well, she reveals that later. Yeah. Like, I think every time she makes a phone call, it's just a fake phone call. And then you hear her a voiceover. She drives away in her right white Range Rover and you just hear her go, I'm done. I'm on to you, Kim D. <laughs> <laughs> like, Daniel she took that feels whole. like she's discovering so much about people. She... <laughs> she basically, like, orchestrated in her head that the Donna was, like, a plant. Yeah. To, like fuck with her and kim d literally was like next door at her at her other drug front like alleged drug front. paying the water bill. paying the water bill it's code her, her spa next yeah. door just like paying the water bill danielle's like uncovering all sorts of like conspiracy theories she is of people that are planted to take her down and when she dodges the takedown she's indignant uh huh. It's incredible. Do you think Kim, what do you think Kim D was doing when she was in quote unquote paying the water bill? Was someone getting like whacked in the spa? Kim D was like torturing an employee yeah. that she thought was stealing from her. The mob like lets Kim D like they call her they call her uh, they call her Miss Miss Payne. Miss Payne came in and she takes she rips your nails out one by one. Yeah. First, she was just like sort of like a a, a satellite of the mob. Like they kind of use her when they need her for like mm-hmm. money st- cleaning, like laundering. But she became Miss Payne because they were like, "Well, she really <laughs> likes it." So we, she loves it. She's like, "Tell them where it is." <laughs> they won't tell, and she'll just she loves. She's like, "Now I'm gonna give you a pedicure, Kim D. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the Kim D. pedicure. You'll never forget." <laughs> she rips your toenails out one by one. Oh my god. And then when they're done, she takes it even further. Like that's why she's truly Miss Payne is because she'll never stop torturing you. So she, she whenever she tells one of her employees, I got to go pay the water bill. She's actually means, next door. Yeah, she's next door torturing some poor soul. 
Oh my god. And then we so then we cut to Carol Caroline is still this is she's having like wiping down a counter. She loves wiping down the kitchen island. You see a shot of Albie leaving in his car. And at this point all three of them are living with her. Yeah. And she goes (laughs) Albie Albert Senior walks in and and Caroline goes, Everybody's leaving me. (laughs) And he goes he goes, everyone's just left their, the house for a few hours. Like, they're coming. They're literally all coming back. And she's like, no. And then she looks at him, and he's, like, ready for work. And she goes, you too? <laughs> he's like, oh, you feeling sorry for yourself? And then she goes into a true Oscar-worthy performance. Mm-hmm. This is her, like, August Osage County. For sure. Moment. She's, she's like, like, oh, I do. You raise them. You have kids around. They love you. They come up to you every day. You feed them food. You make sure they're good. They hug you. And now they leave one after another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Where are they? I don't know. (laughs) And then she goes, she goes, here I am in this this big house with the dogs. With the dogs. With the dogs. What do you want me to do all day? Talk to the dogs? talk to the dogs and then albert goes he's like well what do you want me to do about it and then i, I feel like he wanted to go do you want me to whack someone for fun <laughs> and caroline's like yeah sure yeah. yeah 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 that sounds good she goes i and- want you to retire <laughs> <laughs> he's like what the fuck are you talking about I feel he's like, like do you know has these like crazy woman moments where it's just uh-huh. like begging like she begs yeah. him to retire and like Please retire, Albert. She goes, I'm all alone. And he's like, I'm all alone in this house. We all live here still. (laughs) I know. He's like, literally all of three of your children and your husband live in the house that they grew up in. (laughs) And also, he needs to pay so they can stay in this amazing house. Yeah, it's huge. Please retire. Maybe it's haunted. Mm -hmm. Maybe the house is haunted and Caroline's too proud to admit that she's like, believes in ghosts. It's Caroline and the ghosts day in and day out. When everyone yeah. leaves, the spirits come yeah. screeching at her. The dogs she's go like, crazy. And she's like too Catholic to like give in to the to the spirit world, so she like mm-hmm. wants to ignore it. She just blesses herself. Oh, oh I can't go into that room. <laughs> I can't clean that room again. It needs to the be The spirits are in there. The spirits are in there. Send in the dogs before me. You're like the canary in the mine. Go in and see. I have to bring my dogs everywhere with me. It's like a wind chime. It starts going and I know the spirits are there. My babies with four legs, they protect me in this house now. (laughs) In this great big house. Um, Albert's like, I can't. He's like, I'll try to like take more time off. But like, this is like. He's like, I gotta work. I'll work till I'm dead. What do you want? He's basically like, shut up. Yeah. He's like, stop. <laughs> he's like, and then he's like, okay, if you need, if you want to go to lunch, maybe I'll take you to lunch. She goes, I'll make an like, appointment with you. I'll try and squeeze myself in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to pencil myself in with the people at the brownstone. <laughs> like a joke. <laughs> yeah. She's losing it in this yeah. scene. She's having a really hard time. It's a fucking breakdown. Um, Ashley, this whole episode's at Posh. Ashley is heading to Posh wearing a Giants jersey. Yeah. And Kim D. Rolls in. 
and is asked yeah. to model. Kim D goes, I want to invite you to walk in the runway show. And you just see Ashley and she's like in her testimonial and she's like, it was like so random. Ashley is so excited to model oh my God. and is truly adapted to the celebrity lifestyle in a swift heartbeat. She's driving her Range Rover around. She's carrying her dog in a huge purse. Who and paid like, for that dog? I don't know. And she's just like truly a celebutant at this point. And she's like, I just love that she's like, it was like so random that they, she Kim D asked me to be in her show. And she goes, you know, I, I've, I've thought about modeling just because of my height. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then you, she goes, I, I'm sure a lot of people have thought about modeling. And then she goes, I wonder why Danielle's daughter, Christine, wasn't in the fashion show. But, you know, it's not my decision. I was like, she loves okay. it. She's after she, my photo shoot. Like, I really did think about modeling. And I felt like more like. Like, I could model, like, after my photo shoot. And then it cuts to her photo shoot, and it's, like, her being awkward, and then Jacqueline on the side being, like, I just want you to love yourself. I just want you to feel confident, which is, like, the worst thing you can say to someone that's kind of, like, insecure, and you know Jacqueline knows it, so it's just, like, more trolling. That was, like, one of the most painful moments of the first season. Yeah. Ashley just, like, storms out crying. Oh, God. I knew it. I didn't even remember, like, what had happened, but I got definitely got the sense that it ended with Ashley devastated. Oh, yeah. At the hands of her mother. You heard that sad piano music, and you were just like, this is not going well. Yeah, no, no, no. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mmm... I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Ugh! I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on-and-off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to ten years, and A huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sexy unique. There's this little weird moment where Jacqueline and Teresa are working out in Jacqueline's like home gym and you just see a weird shot of CJ. 
like peeking at them lurking. through the staircase. And it's like it was weird. He was like spying on his mom and her like hot friend. Yeah. And Teresa, meanwhile, she's like, sex is the only exercise I get. And then smirks. Sex like, is the only exercise. I was like, oh. Okay, Joe stop. rabbit pounding you is not exercise for either they're of like the, They're like horny, like, 16-year-olds who are just, like, so excited to be fucking. And, like, telling everyone at, at the lunch horny. table. Yeah. It's just, like, missionary like, pounding for it's, two and a half <laughs> minutes every time. That's not sex. It's like it's like uh, how animals do it. Yeah, just like necessity. Dog. It's like a, it's like my my sister's dog when he humps his bed. Yeah, it's a it's true just like, hump. It's just an urge. There's no like passion. Yeah, there's no passion. Just an urge. Teresa goes. Do I have a screaming cat going on? And then Ugh. that's like what she calls a camel toe. I've never screaming heard that cat. A screaming cat. Wow. I was so like, weird. I like that. Um, so then Kim D calls Danielle. And she's like basically pleading with her to remain a, a, a supporter of Posh. She blows another huge rail right before her apology call. Because she just mm-hmm. calls Danielle and launches into like a long soliloquy. And she's like, if I've done anything, I want to stop doing it. If you've done anything, I don't want to talk about it. So I just let's put it aside and we'll just go on from there, okay? And Danielle's like, I don't know, Kim D. It's going to be hard to come through, come back from this moment. But she goes, I do want to rebuild our relationship. And it's been it's like been dead an day. hour. Yeah. <laughs> Also, behind Danielle, there's a painting of, like, Christ and Satan, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Her homage to going yeah. to hell. I think it's, like, a picture of Jesus being tempted or something. There's, like, a, like a weird, like, fresco painting. I'm obsessed. Yeah. She's like, I really like to work on rebuilding our relationship, Kim D. But it's going to take time. It's going to take patience. But we'll get there. Kim's like, just come to the fashion show. It's at the just, North Jersey Country Club. There's no freakiness. Yeah, there's no freakiness. It's at the North Jersey Country Club. <laughs> it's in a neutral space. You just gotta fucking come, all right, Danielle? I need you there, girl. I need you there. I forgot that it's at the North Jersey Country Club, too. I, and not at the Brownstone. Looking amazing. Like, TBH, I'm ready to go to the North Jersey oh, Country Club. It's like this German tutory looking, like, haunted place it looks amazing it's in the middle of the woods it looks oh, like i yes obsessed. yes yes a thousand Check times all yes. my marks i want a meatball wayne which is a yeah. safe space for danielle she goes she no goes, one would ever hurt me in wayne not here not here this is my home no one would ever hurt me in wayne and <laughs> <laughs> i just <laughs> i love knowing that no one in wayne will ever hurt danielle exactly Danielle, I just want Danielle to get like a giant. I want to go to like the North Jersey Country Club and just get like a Sunday, but instead of ice cream, it's meatballs. <laughs> yeah, a triple meatball Sunday stack in like a boat, mm-hmm. in like an ice cream boat with Parmesan. I want to go to brunch at the North Jersey Country Club. Okay, like we're a going. brunch buffet. Yeah, Who, how do we get in there? If anyone belongs to the North Jersey Country Club listening or has been there, you know, take us. 
take us, let us know. How do we get in on the like meatball Sunday action? Yeah, I want like a seafood brunch at the North Jersey Ooh, Country Club. I it'll be good prawns. too. I want crab legs, Cr- lobster tail, lobster tail, salad bar, dessert I want table. It all. I want it all. Some some kind of ice sculpture. I need an ice sculpture. Wait, let me know how the brunch is because I can't take another brunch disappointment. I know. You had a really disappointing Thanksgiving brunch, so. I don't want to talk about it and get into it because I feel like that would never happen in Wayne. Never. Never in Wayne. Never in Wayne. In Wayne, we have ice sculptures and no brunch would ever hurt me in Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) No turkey ice sculptures would ever hurt me in Wayne. Not here. Not here. So then uh, Teresa has Caroline and – or Jacqueline has Caroline and Tree over. And she's, like, worried that her. Ashley – Yeah, they tell her they're going to this posh show and that Danielle's Caroline, also going to be there, which you know is Caroline Caroline's is number one trigger. Yeah, Danielle. She goes, this is a very sticky situation with the two kids. <laughs> I didn't know who I was doing at first. I got confused and had to go through the gamut. <laughs> it sounds of like her. This is a very sticky, sticky situation, situation with the with two, two with the two Kims. The common denominator. I don't know about them. Danielle. Danielle. And Jacqueline's worried that Teresa or Danielle and J- Ashley in the same room is going to equal trouble because fucking Ashley is just such a loose cannon. Because Ashley's been like actively cyberbullying Danielle. <laughs> and Caroline goes. Caroline goes, you're the mother. If she doesn't act the right way, throw her the hell out. (laughs) (laughs) Throw her the hell out. (laughs) And then Danielle, and then Dina comes out of nowhere and goes, give her a beating. (laughs) Give her a beating. You ever thought about beating her ass? (laughs) (laughs) Not that she's hurt, just that she's, you know, won't do it again. Just to scare her. Just to scare her. What about beating her? What about beating her? You ever thought about beating her? You ever thought about beating her to a pulp? Not to hurt her. <laughs> Just to scare her. You ever thought about, you ever thought her about beating her ass? Beating her ass? Giving her a whooping? <laughs> Just to scare her? So Jacqueline, who is, I think, feigning, like... Jacqueline loves the drama. She, she gets, loves it. Whenever drama is happening, you'll notice that Jacqueline goes into the ultimate zen state. Yeah. And like, but she, she feels at peace with the world and like lets it unfold. She pretends that she's just going to support Ashley because she's like so I proud of go. her. I have to go for Ashley. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. I'm so like, I just want to be there for her. But I'm like, no, you want it. You want the drama. You're yeah. ready. You're drooling for the drama. The minute you put on that like half coat fur coat thing. That only mm-hmm. comes up to like your, the like shrug, <laughs> your the first shrug, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> Her you... first shrug goes on, and drama goes off. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> Jacqueline as, way. <laughs> as, as soon as Jacqueline puts on those little stilettos, a tight dress, a fur shrug, and puts her hair up in a bun, you knew she was ready to fight. Yeah, her eyes kind of get like a little bit stoned looking, and she's fully locked and loaded. She's freebasing that drama. Yeah. It is her lifeblood. <laughs> she and she and J- Teresa both wear fur shrugs. They love a shrug. Teresa loves her like chinchilla faux fur <laughs> yeah. shrug. 
her faux chinchilla, her finchilla. Yeah, her finchilla. And then Jacqueline loves her like mink shrug. And they just like put the shrugs on and then go out. And I also love being like, what am I going to do like at this event if this person's there and like not knowing? And then like settling on the plan is like, I have to go for Ashley. And I guess I'm, my plan is that I'm just going to ignore Danielle. And then feeling like you really got it figured out yeah it's not that hard to not brawl with someone i know but jacqueline is like she cannot resist a chance to brawl no she can't resist a chance to key up a brawl for someone else (laughs) you think it's Teresa, but it's actually jacqueline she's like don king she like is just organizing (laughs) brawls (laughs) she's got the mic dropping from the ceiling and she's like ready to rumble she's like in one corner we have Teresa. in the other corner we have danielle ladies let's get ready to rumble <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> so then it's the night of the show kim g arrives it's still daylight she arrives with harry she's wearing like the shortest black sequin dress ever her legs it's like are power her pelvis legs. is showing. Her pelvis is showing. Her gams are on display, and she's wearing <laughs> she's... like sky high Louboutins. She is yeah. ready to go out on the town. She's ready to fuck it up, and she yeah. walks in, and Danielle's wearing these like insane thigh high leather boots, and Danielle doesn't say anything about like it's. Danielle never compliments you on how you look. It's always like she just waits for people to compliment her. She loves like noticing she'll always notice if you change your like beauty appearance but never is like god you look gorgeous or like you're so beautiful tonight yeah it's always about her fuck me boots i was like give kim g a little give her a little throw her something gussied up she looks beautiful she's turning it the fuck out tonight she really is the body of a 20 year old she does <laughs> a ghostly 20 year old a ghostly and scary she, skinny 20 year old is kim g's yeah. little legs i love it she's like ready to go and then danielle the country club she's getting sexy danielle goes she looks at her uh, kim g's like wow those boots are so great danielle and then danielle goes i'm not gonna be running in these <laughs> i was like what so she was I already don't have to run from it. anyone in these not gonna have to run from anyone in these things. I gotta wear them. Little and Kim does G's she like, know. Kim G's like, she's like, oh Danielle, we're not gonna have any of that tonight. It's all good. And, and then and then she looks at her and she goes, "There's an animal thrown in with a bunch of women." She's talking about <laughs> Teresa. Yeah. She goes, "You can never know what's gonna happen with these women." Mm-mm. And Kim G's like, "You just zip it. You just zip it. I don't want to hear it." And then Danielle kind of like flirts with Kim G. She's like, oh, you, oh, you. And she's like grabbing her shoulders and kind of shaking her and getting close. And she goes, don't you tell me to zip my lips. Yeah, it was like some it weird. The lesbian moment. <laughs> you think they fucked? <laughs> they fully have fucked before. <laughs> They've gotten like wasted and like hooked up. Yeah, Danielle went down on Kim G. Danielle's eaten Kim G's piss. <laughs> <laughs> in the back of harry's car yeah and harry just drove he's a, the ultimate professional pretending yeah, like kept, nothing happened and then kim g gets the out and she goes, up. thank you harry <laughs> thank you harry thank you harry <laughs> <laughs> she goes don't you tell me to zip it kim don't you don't you tell me to zip my lips 
And then they, like, I'll zip yours. They, they fucked right before they I'll went. Zip, to, that's why they I'll, were late, is because they yeah. fucked before they went to the North Jersey Country she goes, Club. <laughs> she goes, talk about zipping lips. <laughs> Sorry. Kim G goes, I will, I will zip your lips. And then Jana goes, don't tell me zip my And then they just start making out. And the camera crew was like, Ugh, and then slowly backed out of the house and just like took five, like took a break. And then they came out and like kind of smoothed their hair. And Danielle like winked at the sound guy. And then she was like, I'm ready to keep filming. And then they just like picked up. It was too much for even the camera crew to see. Yeah, there was. It started <laughs> they fucked, thundering like, on the over. floor of, Kim, yeah. of Danielle's house <laughs> with her chihuahuas. Yeah, with her chihuahuas circling like, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Was, like please take me to the vet. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Harry. So then, <laughs> I wrote, cut to the North Jersey Country Club. They're all the models are getting gussied up for the show. <laughs> Ashley's in the chair getting her makeup done, and I wrote. Modeling and posh fashion show is the biggest thing that's ever happened to Ashley. It's the cute. It's a turning point in her life. It is. She's like, finally you know people see me for what I am. And that's a, model. a model. Good for her. Honestly, once she's all done up, she does look great. She looks great. Yeah. yeah. She, was, she was feeling herself. And she's was closing. Happy for her. Not only is she modeling in the show, she's closing the fashion show, which is a huge is. power move. If you're a model, it is. you know. She's number 36. You're on top of the world if you're closing a fashion show. Well, earlier, Kim D goes, she goes, can't believe it's going to take a long time to model 30 looks. And then her, and then Alina goes, 36. <laughs> and she goes, all right, 36, now that we have Ashley. And I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> she's turning out six looks. Yeah. And Kim D shows up in like the hair and makeup area, and her hair is teased to hell and back. She had like the Kate Goslin haircut, but this today she had it hairsprayed into oblivion. I've never seen she, anything like it. I haven't either. Her she looks hair like is the alien. Camp. She looks like the alien spy woman from Mars Attacks. Yeah, she does. But if you just like took a machete and chopped off like the back half of the bouffant and then just like left it, her skunk hair. It's truly bizarre in the her best black- way her black roots in the back like i think she has black hair she has black hair underneath well yeah she's like italian so i feel like she has naturally like really dark hair she honestly this posh show is the met gala it is for that area yeah it's wayne's met Met gala for franklin lakes and may and wayne i'm in and kim d is talking she goes oh it looks great she's talking to the event designer who looks like a straight like mafia guy yeah, and the event did look beautiful. It did. I was like, wow, the tablescapes are looking great. Like, it's really, I would love to be there. It had, like, some good Suspiria lighting. Mm-hmm. And then she goes backstage and she sees Ashley, like, all, like, polished and ready to go. And she goes, it takes you a long time to put you together, but when you're together, you look gorgeous. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Harsh. And then and Ashley's Ashley, like, hmm. <laughs> Ashley side like side eyes her and like looks yeah. kind of hurt by that. I was like, damn. <laughs> well, you um, look gorgeous. Takes you a long time, but when at the end you do end up looking gorgeous. Great. Thank you for the compliment. Thanks, Kim D. <laughs> it's been like you're fucking hideous. So you yeah. have to work really hard to make you look beautiful, but then you do look beautiful. So congrats. Do you think do you think Ashley posted that night on Instagram and wrote takes a village? 
Yeah, she definitely posted like a lot of pictures of her modeling to Facebook. That that's my favorite when like celebrities are before like an award show they write like oh, takes yeah. a village. Mm-hmm. It takes a village. I didn't wake up like this. Yeah, Blake Lively always writes like take a village. I can't with the take as a village. Yeah, no more you're takes a village in 2020. No more takes a village. We're you're cutting. just. How about you're just fucking beautiful. Yeah, you have money. You're just stunning. You have money and a hair and makeup team. Not it that. takes a village for me. It takes a literal <laughs> village of one for me to get up and take my meds every day. Yeah, it takes a village for me to take my to Lexapro. Take a shower. Yeah, it's called Lexapro. <laughs> Boost Bar, Propecia, and Truvada. That's that's my village. That is your village. And and Trenta iced coffee with two shots. Oh my, oh god. my god! Can I tell you something really fast? Yes. A, a Trenta. A Trenta tale for, for all my Trenta girls. I had a I had a a hard moment last week. A hard lesson. No. I was at my start my normal Starbucks and I was in drive through, and uh, I ordered something and the person on the other end was like. Not one of the nor- the regular baristas that I have, and so she didn't understand my order, which I was like totally get it. It's it's a complicated order, so yeah. I I like Trent said it to her again for all. And then she paused, and then she she was like laughing with someone like off no. off off camera, and I was like, and she was like, wait, what'd you say? So I said it again, and I was like kind of annoyed, which you know I'm not proud of. What's so your I kind order, Trenta, with two shots? I tried to with two shots of espresso, cinnamon powder, and half and half. Love. Okay. And she, but she was like, she was not really paying attention, but she's like, whatever. It was a Saturday. It was Christmas vacation. Like, I'm not going to hold it against her. Yeah. So I like said it again. And like, I was kind of like a little emphatic about when I said it, which my, I'm fall, calling myself out for that. <laughs> so then I pulled it? up to the window. I, to, I was, I need you. <clears throat> what'd you say? Well, she she asked like three times what I ordered. So, but on the third time, I was like, Trenta iced coffee. Two shots of espresso, cinnamon powder, half half. Mm-hmm. And so, maybe she took that as me being a dick. I apologize. So then I drove up, and there was a guy who I'd never seen before, and he gave me my Trenta, and it was literally like a third of the way filled, and the rest was ice. No. And I was like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Oh, I ordered a Trenta," and he's like, "It's against policy to <gasps> fill it all the way up," and I was like. No. Wait, what? I was like, I literally order this everywhere, every Starbucks I go to. And he goes, I'm sorry, it's against policy. No. And I was like, well, can you fill it up? He goes, we'd have to charge you for a latte for that. And I was like, what? And he was like, kind of smiling. So I was like, fine, charge you for a latte. And he made a, it took him a really long time. He gave me a watery latte to fill up the rest. And then I looked at him and I had to sign a refund thing. It was so weird. So clearly he was fucking with me. You got Trenta trolled. I got Trenta trolled. And then I looked at him and I was like, I've never, I, I was just genuinely curious at this point. This and was, was your like, standard Starbucks drive through or a, a Miami Starbucks? No, in, in LA. What? And I was like, I was like, I've never had this issue. Like, this is weird. And he, and he leans in and he goes, it's policy. Uh, and I drove away and I was like, well. I want to go drive into traffic right now. They have truly heard your Trenta truth and they are giving you a smackdown. Right? You've been against policy this entire time. 
who knew but like you your now i'm like truth has created new starbucks bills to be passed and new policies to be made and then when i was in miami this week i was i was at a starbucks and i spilled my trenta everywhere by the by the um that's a big mess <laughs> by like the cream and sugar station and i was literally just in a lake of trenta no. and everyone and everyone in this it was in like a very bougie part of this like area that i was in and all these people were like scandalized by it these these group of girls were near me and they started whispering to each other and one of them i heard one of them go what happened <laughs> and i was like i spilled my coffee oh my god you've been fucking through the ringer you know in gossip girl in the beginning when when she's like and who am i and you hear someone whispering who does she think she is it's serena you are serena vanderwoodson of starbucks but i love that what happened like i was like what do you think happened anyway wow i pray that 2020 brings you a Trenta policy that suits you rather than I know. hurts you. Have I been have I been implicating my the Starbucks baristas all over the country with my orders? What is the pot like? They can't. I think she thought maybe. No, I think I think he was messing with me because I I think they thought I was being a dick or something. I think she didn't hear an iced coffee part, and she just heard like a Trenta with two shots, and that's why. And they thought you wanted it to just be filled up to the top of a Trenta with, like, shots of espresso. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> You're like, take, do, like, 16 shots of espresso. Yeah. I think the moral of the story is my order is is truly bone-chilling. It's gotten a little complicated. Yeah. You might need to pare it down. You need to Speaking condo of- your order in 2020. I do. Speaking of paring it down, Danielle brings a bodyguard, a bodyguard to the named North Jersey Dennis. Country Club named Dennis. I thought it's Kim. I thought it's a Danielle's boyfriend at first. And I was like, she has a boyfriend. I like almost flew out of my seat, and then I realized it was a bodyguard, Dennis. And Dennis is hot. He kind of looks like Leo DiCaprio. He does. He does. And I was getting real Leo vibes. She she puts her hand out, and he takes her hand and leads her out, and she goes, "Thank you." And she's in like the entranceway to the country club, and she walks in with a bodyguard and Harry Kim's she's driver. Late. Yeah, she's late as fuck. The whole show is waiting for her to start, and then everyone Danielle has to be goes, seated. She goes, "When I walked in, I felt such warmth." She goes, "When I walked into the room, I knew everybody there. I knew such warmth." <laughs> she was warm. She, she's never felt safer. She sits on her table and. She just starts going, where's Sue? And like, she's looking for that gaggle of women from the other episode. Yeah. Where they all went like to the pole dancing class. Mm-hmm. Her girl. And then she sees, she sees Kim D is sitting with Teresa and Jacqueline. And then she goes, she will be revealed tonight about Kim D. <laughs> she goes, this is a total diss. You know what? She will be revealed tonight. She will be revealed tonight. And so she's like, already just simmering with rage in her seat and uh kim g's like have, trying to have a good time harry's sitting behind them nursing a cocktail love a real friend of mine would never go sit and break bread with the likes of them 
And then we cut to their plates, and they all have little dinner rolls that look so funny than fake. They're just their dinner rolls like, are. I noticed that too. They were like little eggs. They're prominent dinner rolls. They were. They look. They're hard. popovers. Yeah, I know. They look. They look like they stones. were just taken out of the kitchen, and they're stones. Yeah. Caroline and Albert are eating at this place in Jersey City <laughs> called Chart House, and it looks like they're eating like under the bridge. I know it's a real bridge dining experience and chart house I think is a like chain. Yeah, I think it is too. Cause there's one by the Staples center. I think there's one in long beach. I've been to several chart houses and I like it. Chart house. Let's go to the chart house tonight. It's date night. Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday's day off. His only day off all week. So I thought, why not go to the chart house and have ourselves a nice little date night. Get there's a, Get oysters. Get silly. Drink some wine. You know, pretend we're we're young again. It's gonna be just us two. It's gonna be just us. No kids allowed. That's this what I the, told Albert. This is the future, baby. This is the future. She looks all dolled up. She's she looks fully great. dolled up. Yeah, she's ready to rock. She is. Um, and also, did you notice that there's like a um giant spotlight in the background yeah that was throwing me the lighting in the scene was like jarring there was like a giant spotlight hanging off the bridge that looked like police were like looking for like a body or something they just dumped a body on the way to dinner yeah albert's like hang on i gotta pull over i gotta do something real quick and she goes do you want my help and he goes no i got it and then dumps a body in the river and then they headed out to dinden Um, and basically, Albert pledges to take more time off of work, and then Caroline. Yeah, it was it was sweet. Yeah, whatever. I she, mean, I'm like, you guys, Caroline, you got to figure out your drama. Yeah, I think she's just bored. Yeah, she and wants a little narrative. House. Um, so we cut back to North Jersey Country Club, and Danielle. You just cut to Danielle at her table, and she goes, "I will not clap as the fashion show starts," and the looks are like amazing there's this one girl who looks like snooki (laughs) the shortest girl i lived for her modeling journey she was so orange she had the giant the most giant bump it i've ever seen orange with a bump it and was like serving look after look and everything is really speaking to Teresa. like i love how much Teresa discovered her love for posh's clothing she goes, oh, I like that jacket. I oh, want I that. And, and she has, I want that. I want that. Whenever you see Teresa liking something material-wise, her eyes kind of glaze over. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is why you went into <laughs> Yeah. I understand her, like, need to shop. Because that's, like, yeah. we share that same, like, want energy. Mm-hmm. And so, and I just knew in my soul of souls that Teresa went straight to Posh the next day and dropped, like, 5k oh for sure yeah then ashley well danielle is like refusing to clap she's like i'm not going to engage i want <laughs> i want because she's sitting directly across from kim kim d it was tree and jacqueline yeah kim d really fucked everyone with this seating plan she, she did and, and danielle goes see- she goes to me the ultimate discs had already been made and my ultimate discs needed to begin 
so she pretends she's on her phone. She's her like, she goes, to, yeah, pretend she's on the phone. She goes, Paris, Paris Hilton taught me that. Pretend you're on your phone. I was like, okay. Then she's Kim like texting. G, Kim G picks up on like what's going on. She's like, I want you to look like the lady you are. Everyone's looking at you and you need to just watch and be like the lady you are. Don't be on the phone. And then Danielle looks at her and she goes, it was a diss. And then she Kim goes, G- <laughs> she goes, Kim D news. It was this would happen. She says news. <laughs> it was a diss. And then it was a diss. Ask, Kim G goes, well, I don't like it. I don't like it. Be the lady that it kind of made me like feel bad for Kim G a little. Kim G is really just trying to go out and have fun. And she doesn't realize that she'll never have fun with Danielle. She thought like going into this, she was like, this is going to be like a fun little, like quirky little adventure of mine. But like, Mm -hmm. she's crazy. Yeah. She's getting dragged to hell and back courtesy of one Danielle stop. And then Ashley comes on stage and, and, you know, Jacqueline's so proud. She looks really great. She's strutting her stuff. It's like, she's a little, she, she looks a little nervous, but it was cute. Yeah. And, and you just see, you cut to Danielle, and you just see, look, staring at Ashley, and she goes, "Cocoa." <laughs> <laughs> Cocoa. Ashley also like smiles at Dan- at Jacqueline, and then smirks at Danielle. So it's like, uh, okay, yeah. bitch, like, come on, she can't help yeah. herself. Cocoa. She's baiting Danielle. Mm-hmm. Cocoa. And then Danielle. And then later, goes, that's why she. I guess that's why Kim D didn't want Christine. No. She wanted unprofessional yeah. models. And Kim G's like, oh my god. <laughs> she goes, and none of them can walk the runway. None of them can really opinion. walk the runway. I've got to. I've got to be quite honest with you. None of them can really. None of them can walk the runway like my daughter. Kim G goes, then well, they're not they, professional models. None of them are professional. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then later, Danielle's surrounded by all these women looking at Ashley, and she goes, she goes, she called me. A whore in front of my daughters. And I was like, you just called her a, co- a teenager a coke whore. Yeah. Like an 18-year-old. So then we, Ashley is now sitting with her mom, Teresa, Kim D. And Teresa is starting to get a little bit of her, like... Her thousand-yard stare. Uh-huh. She's getting her, like, wild tree eye. And she's like, she goes, why do they keep staring at me? That blonde bitch is staring at me. And you cut to one of Danielle's friends. And they're, like, staring at the table. And then uh, Jacqueline's like, come on, Teresa, don't don't look, don't look. And then you see Ashley is like waving to Danielle from across the table. Yeah, she's just like totally <laughs> harassing her at this point. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, all it takes is one like all you have to do to Danielle is like put up one finger for her to go off the rails. And Ashley yeah. is just like tempting her. Meanwhile, Kim D is blackout. Yeah, and she's like, is fucking wasted. She goes, she goes, what? What's going on? I, I just, <laughs> we're, we're just going to have a good night. We'll stay at the tables. <laughs> Kim is so drunk. She's like doing that thing because it showed like it, there was a shot of them where Kim D is like nursing a cocktail. But I think she's taken all her limes out of her cocktail and put the used limes in a champagne glass. Like an empty yeah. champagne glass, and I was like, "Oh, you're that level where you're just like, well, I'll put them in the champagne glass." Like, yeah, we'll just let's uh, get everyone. Give me a limes. She Stay says. at the table. Stay at the table. Give me the limes. Danielle's roped it's- everyone at her own table, 
into her drama. And I'm like, mm-hmm. who are these people? You're literally reaching out to strangers again. Well, she feels the warmth. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I've got to go to the bathroom. So she, a huge entourage. Her bodyguard I thought was going to go into the bathroom with her. Mm-hmm. She and Kim G skedaddle into the ladies room. And then Teresa, <laughs> Jacqueline is like, I have to go. She's like, I need to go look for Ashley. And she goes, where's Teresa? And then she looks and Teresa is just sitting outside the the women's room, just waiting for Danielle. <laughs> waiting to beat Danielle's ass. Her, she's in like an, another place, you can see. Like she, her rage, she was so offended by the stares. Teresa's she's she done has, with being She goes, I just want to say hi. She goes, I don't know why we can't just say hi. I was like, Teresa. Come on, Teresa. You yeah. know, and Jacqueline's like, I know what you're doing. And Teresa's like, why? I just want to say hi. Well, I'm just trying to be friendly. So then they walk out of, Danielle and Kimji walk out. And Kim, Danielle pretends she doesn't see them. And then. Teresa goes, hi, Danielle. And then Kim G goes, look, look, she says hi to you, Danielle. And then Danielle's like kind of trying to walk away. And Teresa's like, why is she running away from me? And then Kim G turns Danielle around physically and is like, mm-hmm. now you go say hi. Now you say hi. And then and Teresa they have goes, like, yeah, a very awkward conversation. She goes, <laughs> I heard she, Teresa goes, I heard your daughter walked in the fashion show. She goes. And then Danielle goes, that's right. And she goes, <laughs> she, goes, she goes, Gia did too. And she goes, congratulations. And then she starts to turn and she's like, oh, why you can't say hi to me, Danielle? And then, and then they come back and Danielle goes, I don't find this to be a very friendly conversation. I find this to be gamey. I find it to be kind of gamey. And Teresa's like, there's no gamey, honey. And she goes, and then Danielle don't goes, call don't call me, honey. Then Teresa just goes, escalates from there. And she goes, why, you old ha- why, you're an old hag. What do you want me to call you, bitch? I'll call you bitch. Is that better? And then Danielle goes, that's a fucking enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking enough. And then it cuts. And then literally, and then- like, the worst way to cut the drama. Like, I was just ready for it to just explode. But they, they clapped it off so perfectly. Yeah, and then it's just like, they're like, next time on The Real Housewives in New Jersey. And it's truly just like bedlam. (laughs) It's people screaming, falling down, women's, the back of women's head being like, "Ah!" and like falling on the ground. Someone, like the cops show up. Like it's truly like a literal (laughs) Italian brawl. Ashley just see you screaming, love and light, bitch. And then there's it's it's like in the Blair Witch Project when they flee from the tent and go running into the woods. It is like that. It's full Blair Witch. It's total Blair Witch. Um, but yeah, this was a great tee up. It's like the the season really goes to like new heights in this in this two episode arc. God, I love it too that this is halfway through the season. I know, I know. There's still so much left. They go to Italy. What a fucking roller coaster. It truly is. These women serve. They've worked These women, so hard. These women work hard day in, day out to make to sure that we, we are entertained and soothed. That's a fucking enough. That's there's a also fucking a, enough. There's also a great line this season where Danielle goes, quit fucking chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> I Story won't be running life. in these heels tonight. I won't be running in them. I won't need to be running. Bitch, you're going to be running for the rest of your life. Yep. If it's not them, it's the cartel. <laughs> yeah, it's truly the cartel. Um, <clears throat> well, thank you so much. 
thank you and i i wish you a glorious new year's eve wherever you oh you're gonna be in out in the desert i'll be in the desert just like trying to like slip into a vortex find a vortex i'll find a vortex of my own in la i'll meet you in the vortex see you there i'll see you there follow carrie at Follow me Carrio on Twitter and Insta. He's truly hilarious. No. Yes. That's yes. a fuck enough. That's a fuck enough. That's a and fuck also, enough. Tickets for our 2020 tour are still on sale. They're going fast. Like buy get them on it. now. I saw that some people bought Christmas present tickets for their loved ones, which is a great. Oh, thing that was to do. really cool. But I think also a good New Year's resolution is to go see Sex Unique podcast live. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> in L.A. and Chicago and in New York. L.A. and Chicago, New York, the three cities of America. <laughs> the only cities. The no, only cities that matter. No, I'm joking. We care about every city. We care about Wayne. Yeah, we care about Wayne. And so if you live in New Jersey, you should come to the New York show. Come to the New York show. I got to be quite honest with you. I've got to be quite honest with you. I'd love to see you at the New York show. So you can buy tickets. An easy link to get to all the tickets is on LarsMarie.com, aka my website. It's in both of our Instagram profiles in the bio. So you can get there. Just go click around, get your tickets, and we'll see you at the shows. We'll see you there. Yeah. And I'll see you next decade. I'll see you in in 2020. I'll see you then. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.